Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you had a great week. You know, it's really cold here in Paris, but like, we move. I am super, super hyped about today's topic. Sharing where I grew up, my community, and just the place that made me who I am means the world to me. So, this episode's gonna hit, okay? Memory lane. So, without further ado, today's topic is none other than New New York motherfucking city. A place of community, of culture, hustle, full of fucking main characters. Everyone is a main character in New York. We don't do supporting acts, okay? We're not on the left, we're not on the right, we're not in the back. We are in the front, okay? Everyone is the star of their own show. (laughs) And I love that about it i love that you know um i grew up in inwood between seaman and dykeman shout out to seaman and dykeman in a predominantly hispanic neighborhood and yes i'm a black girl and you're like okay a black girl in a hispanic neighborhood yes exactly but i was embraced i was loved i was supported They really just, like, made me feel like family. Everyone protected me. And it was just a great experience. It was like a big family. So, yeah. Let me, you know what? Let me paint the picture for y'all. Okay, so boom. Sunny day. This is when Daddy Yankee was at his prime. All you heard was Dominicano, 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 more. Rompe, rompe. That's all you heard. Sean Paul get busy blasting from the cars. You had me selling patelitos with my friends and their mothers while we listened to Obsession. Eating hot dogs at the park. Kids running around playing with fire hydrants. Getting into fights when somebody was running their mouth. Playing double dutch. You had a Chinese restaurant two blocks from my home. And they used to make the best shrimp chicken fried rice ever. Till this day. Walk a little further, you had a bodega in a corner. I think it was a bodega, yeah. And two guys just to like give me free bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches in the morning. They were so sweet. I mean, what else can you ask for? And to top it off, you had the girls with the Dominican blowouts running around here with the slick hair. The hair was swinging, okay? But yeah, that was my home, that was my neighborhood, and those were my people. One thing about New Yorkers, we know how to hustle. The hustle is in us, okay? Why you think we had so many bootleg CDs, DVDs, shows, movies? <laughs> Why? Because we hustle, we get that money, okay? When kids were selling lemonade for 50 cent, I was selling Barbie dolls in a corner. $3 Barbies things like that i was selling them i was like ain't nobody gonna do no lemonade let me sell this let me make my money i even learned how to um sew in my after school program and i sewed a skirt and my friends were like oh my god it's so cute so i sold some for my friend and i didn't sell them though because my grandma was like no you're not selling skirts these are your friends but you know if it was now i would have been sold them been sold them it's the hustle baby we we need that money 
go-getters. That's what you call New Yorkers, go-getters. Whatever we want, we get. Whatever we can sell, we will sell. Business-minded. <laughs> nah, but seriously, we, we just different. It's the business in us, it's the drive, it's the hustle, it's, it's just everything. Grimy, we just want it. And yeah, I love that about us. The support I got from my neighborhood, my teachers, my school, my home was insane. Honestly, um, we used to practice and rehearse at the park right next to my house try to harmonize like I had people around me that also had the same drive and kind of like the same passion it wasn't a weird thing to want to be an entertainer it wasn't wanting to be a dancer wanting to be a singer wanting to be a wrestler it wasn't weird everybody was trying to figure out what they wanted to do and it was nothing of oh it's impossible it was always like okay so what should we do should we write a letter to Maury because you know the Maury show had like an audition place with for kids and had like a segment where you could come and sing like we were all trying to figure it out and I would never forget this um I went to Muscona New School and I was in fifth grade about to go to middle school and my teacher saw that I was struggling to apply to a school because I was like oh my god you can't go to Juilliard because I'm a kid what can I do like I don't know and I guess my school had some kind of relationship with Alvin Ailey but my teacher came and she was like, why don't you apply to Alvin Ailey? It's literally a performing arts school. The movie Fame was done there. You know, Debbie Allen, like, this is a legendary school. So I was like, okay, you know, and we applied. I ended up getting the audition. I went to audition. There was people from my school and other kids. So a bunch of kids in a whole dance studio. And we auditioned for um, ballet modern jazz african dance and hip-hop and while you're auditioning they literally call out your name like um santiano whatever and they're like thank you for coming that's their way of letting you go while the other kids are dancing and preparing like it was insane it was such a crazy experience and i wait i went all the way through and the last dance was hip-hop and that was my lane that was my lane. I'm even surprised that I was able to do ballet because I only did ballet when I was little and it was like for probably like two or three months and then I was like, I quit. <laughs> but yeah, um, the teacher for the hip hop part was like, I'm gonna teach you guys this once. I remember this. He was like, I'm gonna teach you guys once and then you gotta do it over again, okay? So he puts on um, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake and he does the steps that he puts back the music on and he you know you can see he's observing you and then he stops and he's like see this is the type of energy i need and he points to me and my friend was like oh my god oh my god and i was like oh you know i'm that girl like you already know like one thing i know is i'm a good dancer and even if i'm not the best best believe they're gonna see me <laughs> one way or another you're gonna see me but yeah the support, man. The support was insane. It was insane. I didn't feel weird. I didn't feel out of my element. I didn't feel like the world, the word, sorry, impossible was ever even in my vocabulary. Like, what? What you mean I can't do that? What you mean? 
we will literally like get into arguments like did you really say she couldn't send like alicia keys like who told you that like how can you be so negative <laughs> like how can you be so mean like what the fuck but yeah your dreams are encouraged the teachers really actually cared about the students and i'm really grateful and really thankful for all of the teachers i had my indian teacher that was she was one of my favorite teachers y'all her name was sangita i had my teacher maria oh my god it was just such an experience so much support so much support now even though i went through a great experience i did go through and this is really really hilarious to me i went through an identity crisis and let me explain because you're probably like girl you are black what kind of identity crisis did you go through i okay so when my aunt used to bring me to the salon and we used to get a dominican blowout i literally saw the difference in the treatment that i was getting and not like they were treating me bad when they knew i was black but the compliments the i don't know it was just something about me getting that dominican blowout that little silk press that had them thinking i was one of them literally you had auntie speaking to me in spanish out here telling me oh mira mira oh my god que linda you look so cute everything i was just feeling myself on that 10 because i was like see now i'm it's official i'm one of them you hear that you hear that que linda you hear that <laughs> por favor you you hear that like what you talking about like i felt like i was one of them and i loved that feeling and i didn't get that feeling when you know i mean they still kind of did but like because it's like i was always there but i didn't get that feeling when i was wearing box braids or long ass cornrows because i couldn't get dominican blowouts every single day when you go to school we don't have time to straighten your hair and do all of that every morning like it was better with the box braids and everything and back then let's be clear no you know hispanic girls were doing no box braids no white girl was doing no box braids everyone that were having box braids cornrows were black so it wasn't praised or appropriated like it is now <laughs> it was not but yeah that's my little story of identity crisis Overall, New York is home to me, and I am grateful and thankful that I was able to share just a little glimpse of my world to you guys, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that, you know, you also kind of went in through memory lane with your childhood, and I hope that this also inspired you to just follow your dreams, do what you want to do, and surround yourself with a circle that is solid, that loves you, supports you, believes in your dreams, has a vision for you, and will basically ride for you. Because it's important to have a circle that has deep love for you and that wants everything but the best for you, and vice versa. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. This was a short episode, I know, but there's more to come. So yeah, hope you guys have a great week. I love you guys. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.